You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. into the back right into it man it, it oh okay they went back i thought he was taking another bite after the Look crash at how, how much attention he's paying to that burrito oh i got i got an ad right in the middle of it but i mean i get the gist this guy's slamming right into the back of a car because he's eating his burrito instead of driving the bus was this a city bus yeah yeah i um where was this taken albuquerque so, okay. I mean, wow, man. New Mexico, what are you doing out there? The burritos are getting How there. are the burritos? They must Let be really know. dank. That's they what I was really thinking. Dank. God. Dude, it's so funny. He was, like, really into that burrito. He was like, oh, my God, the burrito's so good. I can't even look away from you. <laughs> Boom! And everybody was so pissed in the back. Like, they're like, what? Come on! Well, yeah, because this guy's stashing his burrito to the left side of him. Like, there's a little ledge, uh, and he's going hands-free trying to steer a bus with his knees or something. He's re- Well, he's. I think he's holding it with his left hand, the steering wheel, and reaching with his right hand over the left hand to get the burrito. See, that's that's just sloppy form, form right he's, there. Yeah. you. How do you crash eat, when you're eating the thing that's most friendly when you're driving? Ugh. It's insane. You can't, uh, uh, no matter how good your burrito is, people, keep your hands on, on the wheel, pull over, eat it. That's that's uh, the responsible way to go about it. And that's our theme today is burritos. Hey guys, welcome to American Slacker. I'm Jesse. And I'm Matt. If you're new to the podcast, we normally start out with some bizarre news topics. Today, we're going with a burrito theme to these news topics. I was surprised, frankly, how much uh, burrito news came up. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we wanted to bring, like, one one concept originally, but, I mean, there's just too many to pick from, so. Regular news so squash. We have to give it a whole segment. Well, what we're starting out with here, if you didn't catch what we were talking about before, check out the bus crash video. Just type in bus burrito into Google. I believe it was ABC News. <laughs> uh, you can view the video there. We might put it up on our Instagram. But our next... or. Uh, <laughs> Story comes comes from local10.com, which is an ABC News affiliate, and they report a woman being arrested for beating her son over the wrong burrito order. Oh my god! <laughs> I what mean, kid, what? Why? Like, uh, ha- hangry. It's not that big. He can go back in. I mean, even if you've left the parking lot, he can. You can turn around and he can go back in. This this comes from West Virginia. Basically, they explain that a child was sent to Taco Bell in order to pick up an order of food for him and his mom. He came back with the wrong order, and she began to beat him. Uh, it You're led a mean to mom. it led to Mommy a three hour arrest and a faking of a heart attack. The lady tried to like I guess Ooh. get out of being arrested, but that's a good one. Attack. 
That's a good one. I mean, you're still going to jail. <laughs> yeah, like it's like you gotta re- recover from that, and then they're gonna do what they were gonna do originally. You know, yeah. can't get out of that yeah. shit. Nope, no escape. So, Man, well, abuse with the the burrito seems to be a common concept. The article that I really liked today: um, a Florida woman hit her husband in the back of the head during a fight, basically about his drinking. Um, I guess he goes out drinking a lot. And uh, anyway, so he retaliates by stabbing her in the hand with a fork that he was eating a Taco Bell pizza with. Yeah, first off, who gets pizza from Taco Bell? Um, not me. I mean, I've had a Mexican Contract pizza Supreme? from That's like the... Maybe. I've had a Mexican maybe. pizza from the, the menu before, but like it's not something I'm going to frequently go back for. Yeah, I don't think I can ever say I've ordered the Mexican pizza when I went there. There's way too many other things to get. Yeah. And I mean, that's not even, I don't know, like, that's some weird concept that's probably just American. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that's not authentic Mexican. This all took place in Crestview, Florida. I find a really, a ton of articles that are just making me think that the people down there might be a little loose in the thought. Like, you guys are a little crazy. You know, if you live in a really humid area and you're constantly dodging alligators okay. and you. and everything yeah. from brown recluse spiders to, mos- yeah, to mosquitoes, mosquitoes can around, kill you. Uh, I'm going to imagine, at least yeah. in certain areas. You might be pr- pretty uh pretty Forget nuts. that. But a lot of people retire there, too. I guess it depends what area oh. you're from. But let's uh, also talk about how the fork was apparently so bad... It was embedded so hard into her skin that, they, that she couldn't remove it. She had to bring it to the hospital in the hand. So, you know, that's probably like a 45-minute hour deal at least. God knows, maybe three hours with a fork deep into your your, your meat there. Uh, now I'm wondering yeah. if she could pull like a Neo sort of thing and like flex her hand. And it's like, it's not the fork that bends, but everything around it. Like <laughs> <laughs> Do a little flex. Now, was it back of the hand, palm? What are we talking? I believe it was the back of the hand, like a cold-hearted down to the, down on the table. Like maybe he was like, "Put your hand down there." You oh, know what man. you did. You know, like I don't know. Who knows? Well, that God, also I couldn't leads imagine us- it got that bad. Like from like a swing, like because the hand's like flexible. You know, like if you hit it, maybe it like moves with it. Right. I don't think, right. Yeah. You know. Now, th- that we were talking before, this leads us to an important medical point. If you're ever stabbed with something, don't pull it out. Yeah, yeah, you will bleed the fuck out. Well, <laughs> it, I mean, your hand, blood, at least. I mean, your hand, yeah, maybe you, you could get away with it, but like, still, you want to see the proper medical staff before just like pulling something out of like your body, you A know? Deep wound, yeah, yeah. This is common sense one on one in the medical treatment. I don't know if you've taken it, but just so you know. Just in case you end up getting stabbed with a fork over a Mexican pizza. You know what? <laughs> For your Mexican pizza next time, go south of the border, drive down to a stall, get the authentic Mexican pizza. You wanna go yes. you wanna go to the street stands in Mexico and you wanna say <laughs> Quiero Mexican pizza. And they might laugh at you. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's real down there. I think it's American. <laughs> they they could definitely. You'll get the authentic one, with the nice <laughs> tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Also known as probably, the Gringo Deluxe. You'll probably you probably want to not bring that back because your burrito actually might be filled with meth. 
Whoa. This is which brings it. Drug smuggling burritos now? Yeah, that's uh, that's our next burrito news story is a burrito filled with meth, synthetic marijuana, recovered. Well, that, that's arrest. a burrito that'll get you going, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I've never heard of that. I've gotten carnitas. I've gotten carne asada. I haven't gotten uh, two and a half ounces of methamphetamine, synthetic marijuana, and heroin concealed inside two homemade beef burritos. Yeah, I'd put that into the category of, like, uh, cow tongue burrito. Like, I would never have it. Lang- lengua? <laughs> the lengua burrito? <laughs> oh, oh, in Vegas, I remember that. It was all over, and I was just like, oh, no. Uh, I can't do this. The uh, the place that I like to get burritos at in uh, Salinas, they uh, have lengua on the menu. I, I haven't been brave enough to try it yet. I stick to the carnitas and the pollo, some chicken. I, will, I have heard it's really tender and really good, like... Uh, like from people that eat anything, though, so that goes yeah. both ways with the idea that I'd trust it. Maybe I'd give it a try one day. But yeah. uh, this this person was more along the narcotics uh, end of the the fillings on the burritos. They uh, decided that it'd be a good idea to stuff two tubes filled with all these drugs into burritos, and then they wrapped it in duct tape and they tried to sneak it. Uh, well, oh no, I'm sorry. It didn't go across the border. It was just, it was in Houston, Texas. And, uh, they ended up arresting three people in, uh, connection with the, with the drug filled burrito. Oh my God. That's hilarious. That's a good, that's a good guy. I mean, I would, if I was a cop, I would probably wouldn't tear your food apart. Cause I would be like, I'd feel like a dick if I put this apart and it's a regular burrito. But I mean, maybe they looked like druggies, you know, who knows? I don't know. I mean, it's not, I don't know if profiling was involved or if it was just a matter of like being like, I I know that that burrito is filled with drugs. I just know it. <laughs> it's, it's something you feel in your body, I guess. <laughs> that trained, burrito just, it doesn't, doesn't look right to me. They, uh, don't talk to me, Jim. You I know, know maybe, I know. maybe I'm they're just... thinking, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just some grizzled veteran. He's like, there's drugs in there. Uh, no, I'm thinking like car maybe part. there's nothing there. Maybe they, they thought got you know <laughs> they got him. We gotta pull him over. Uh, I'm thinking maybe the criminals were go- along the lines that you know we put them in burritos. The dogs come up and sniff them and they go crazy and they're like, oh, it's not drugs. It's just burritos. The dogs must be hungry. Yeah. But, oh, it's an ingenious concept. I don't know. I, I would assume that there's there the dogs are well trained enough that they wouldn't just go nuts over like. Oh yeah, some burritos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to a, a dirtbag meth dealer, I don't think they understand that much. They don't have many friends that are canine handlers. I'm sure. Right. Someone should have pulled over this next guy uh, in our well, next. Story. I think he might have gotten one of the meth burritos because he was a little crazy. He right. Was, uh, we're, okay, so in, in Horry County, and that's in South Carolina, just so you know, um, the police received a call from a, a very disgruntled person, and they were they had every reason to be upset because apparently they were following the guy too close in front of them. Well, he felt that way anyway. So he gets out of the car, and he comes up to the guy and smashes a burrito right in his face. A half-eaten burrito, too. So it's not even like a fresh <laughs> one. It's like, oh. That guy knew he that. was. That guy knew he was done with that burrito already. He got the meth out of it, and he was like, "I don't want the rest of this." <laughs> He's like, "You he can, just, you can have it." Oh yeah, and I mean, 
uh, a burrito's not something I want smashed in my face in my car. That makes a mess. You know, he did one of those sideways mashing, just fucks it all up. Oh, now, now we're hot sauce all over your shit. Now you, this happens to you. Like you have a burrito coming at you. What's your, what's your move? You do a a side block. Get that shit out of my car. (laughs) Chop it, chop it down for the people that you can't see, but I'm, I'm I'm doing a side chop. (laughs) A little side chop in the air. Stop that. Because, yeah, I mean, even half a burrito, that's a big enough target. You could smack that down. I feel like, yeah, I could. I feel like I could do good burrito defense. It, I I'm guess taking it, down enough burritos in my time. Uh, if it, if he's throwing it, yeah, you got to side chop it out of the air. If he's coming at you with it, like he's going for the face, he's trying to plant that, I say grab the wrist. Slap the wrist and break? Yeah, well, I mean... Slap just, the wrist and break. You, you need wrist control if someone's coming at you with a burrito. That's that's how I feel. It's not a knife, so I'm, I'm not afraid to grab towards it. Dynamite it's like, joke. Oh, I missed it. What, what was it? <laughs> Do you remember the Rex? Oh, uh, Rex, the, uh, Rex Quando. You think anybody wants a roundhouse kick in these American flag pants? <laughs> I haven't watched uh, Napoleon Dynamite in a bit. I don't know why that... Yeah, I haven't seen it in probably five years at least. I don't know why that popped in my head. Continue <laughs> on. Uh, well, actually, we could go to our next story, which is uh, going to be hailed as the Beefy Crunch Burrito incident. Oh, in... As it sounds as the conspiracy. I love the I love the title of it alone. Now, now this happened a while back. This was in 2011, and it is cemented into uh, burrito history as the beefy crunch burrito incident because this is just the tippy top of the ridiculous a- antics of the news that we found. We've structured it in this way for a reason, people. The beefy crunch burrito incident is essentially a situation where this guy goes through the drive-thru and he orders the beefy crunch burrito. He orders seven of them. for, And the price had recently gone up from 99 cents to $1.50 because there was a promotion that had ended. Now... He didn't, appre- too. he didn't appreciate that too much. He didn't appreciate it to the point... How many did he order? He ordered seven. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. He's ordering in bulk. It's a, it's a <laughs> three... Get a deal? It's a three fifty difference, so keep that in mind. $3.50 is what <laughs> is what this whole thing is taking place over. So he's disgruntled about the price. He's like, it should be $7, you know, seven eighty or something with change, or with tax. So... He thinks he's being swindled. He pulls out an airsoft gun and fires it at the manager. <laughs> oh man! Nothing comes. Oh, that's a- nothing comes out. He doesn't like actually shoot anything at him, but it's like compressed air, so oh. it scares him. Oh, he doesn't even hit him with like a BB or anything. No, it just—it was kind of a scare tactic. But then he ended up displaying an assault rifle and a pistol, which also turned out to be airsoft. Um, oh, and- but not until after the fact. So the the employee had every reason to believe they were real. Oh, absolutely. So and he did all this in in the restaurant's parking lot. He just kind of chilled and waited for police. Oh uh, well, then when police came, he fled, and he pointed one of his weapons at three officers who pulled him over. Not a smart idea. Um, <laughs> did this guy live? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, he barricaded. Oh he uh, he flee. He was fleeing, and he barricaded himself into a hotel room. Um, oh okay. 
Was so, there drugs involved in this? Do we know? Hangry. I'm going to say it again. I think it drives oh, people a little nuts. Yeah, food, the worst addiction of all. We all have to have it. Because we know he didn't have a meth burrito because I don't think he got the burritos. I wonder if he got the burritos and still flipped out or if it, he just said, like, no, I'm not. It would make more sense, I guess, if he said, you know, I'm out of here. I'm not getting ripped off. But if he got the burritos and then acted this way, that'd be that'd just be insane. <laughs> oh, God. Well, all this negative talk of burritos, I mean, let's let's end on a positive note with burrito news this week. <laughs> Yeah, let's. So let's do something good with your community. Um, a new thing that I found out, um, people are getting together in groups and they are making burritos. They are, you know, pitching money together, raising funds through, you know, different methods of raising funds through churches and websites and whatnot. Um, and they, they make food and it's always burritos. It could be breakfast burritos. They switch it up. Uh, mainly, there's the Burrito Project, which is available in almost every state, okay? Um, there is a few states where it's not available. Um, it's mainly, you know, like states that really do have a poverty issue. But it's, it's a really great concept. If there's not one in your state, you can actually start one. Um, go to burritoproject.org. Check it out. You can find a burrito project near you. If you want to contribute, help out with them, you know, just go serve. Maybe throw a couple bucks their way to help them out. They're out there helping the homeless, actually feeding them food, you know, like. So these people are getting together, making burritos and handing them out to the homeless, essentially? Yeah, yeah. They get together, they make them, and then they go out in the streets and they hand them out. And, um, again, it's in, you know, communities and cities that are, you know, high in poverty. There's a lot in California and L.A. There's there's some in New York City. You'll find them in Georgia. Um, You'll find them anywhere. The Carolinas. There's even in Hawaii, because um, Hawaii does have a lot of poverty issues as well. Um, it's a great thing. And it, it, it's not only the Burrito Project. There's other ones. Um, there's bicycle-themed ones I've found. Um, the Burrito Riders in Louisville, Kentucky. Greensboro Burrito Bikers, North Carolina. Um, there's other regular ones. Oregon Burrito Brigade. Burrito one, Brigade. Like, these catchy names, too. That's the funny thing. That's awesome. I would be so, down I mean, check with it Burrito out. Brigade. I mean, it's a way to help with a little flair, and you might get a burrito out of it. You never know. <laughs> there you go. See, I guess burritos aren't causing only chaos. There's some good being brought out no. from them. No, and we can always quote the kitten got saved by the first burrito story. Yeah, we can we can chalk one up to that. I can, I I would lose count if I counted all the all the ones we did before and all the ones that we didn't even talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we found a lot of bad burrito stories. They're trying to frame burritos in a bad light, I think, is what oh, it is. there's tons we didn't talk about. Uh, there's tons. the burrito drone. Burrito drones. They're coming yeah. at you, coming at you in the skies. Watch out for them. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking around, and all of a sudden, a burrito comes up and smacks you right in the face. There's another story I, I didn't uh, bring up that was... Uh, uh, burrito place that got broken into they're offering free burritos to whoever helps them catch the people oh okay that's that's better than how chipotle offered um free burritos to everybody once the big e coli breakout happened at a few of their locations i guess they're giving out more free burritos that's another thing i stumbled upon while we were looking for burrito news did you see how the one guy had the same number and uh as a tech there was a text code for a free sub 
or like uh, our free burrito rather free sub free burrito and uh the guy had the same digits except for the people weren't putting the area code in so it was all in his local area and he got swarmed with like coupon codes like from uh Ooh. text wow yeah yeah and he like sued <laughs> oh wow uh, yeah yeah so burritos have quite the uh range of news that you can find out there there's a lot <laughs> going on with them as they pop up that are interesting we'll keep on going we'll lay them down on you randomly in our news and if there's any uh interesting burrito stories we're missing uh post them on our facebook page yeah yeah yeah, American. we'll give you credit if we mention them in the uh, the actual podcast. Absolutely, and actually, we got to give a shout out to Steve Quicklass, right? Quicklass, yes. He was yes, yes. He actually uh, gets a good kick out of the burrito news. So there you go, bud. We saw your comment. Delivered. We're bringing you the content. So uh, <laughs> on from once you finish your burrito, maybe you're uh, in the mood for popcorn, and you want something to watch. You want to pop something on, kick back, relax, watch something interesting. Check We're going to help you out with that because we got two suggestions coming at you of two movies that are on Netflix that you should check out while they're still available. The first one that we're going to get into is one that I watched recently. It's produced by Netflix. It's the Amanda Knox documentary. Okay, okay. And that was um, that's a crime documentary, right? Yes, it's a true crime documentary exploring a case that took place around 2007 where an exchange student from England was murdered in Italy uh, and an American exchange student named Amanda Knox was, uh, I don't want to say framed, but like suspected of the murder. Oh, okay. Uh People either have, like, they, it seems that if they followed the case, they either think she's super guilty or they think she's innocent and there's no one really in between. And I actually, before watching the documentary, hadn't known anything about the case. Yeah, I really don't know much about the case at all. I'm definitely going to have to check this out. Yeah, I, kick out of the true I, found, crime. I found it was, I don't know, I don't have any other perspective, but I found it was a good way to go into the movie because I could sort of leave it up to what they presented as the facts. Be it, it's just one side, it's whatever Netflix decides. But I feel like they yeah, did yeah. a really good way of ju- of showing like how the media portrayed her, uh, how the detectives were kind of sloppy in a lot of their work. You feel like it was a non-biased uh, opinion, the basic overall in the filmmaking process. There were a lot of, yeah, yeah, they were, Netflix was really good about, like, uh, from what I understand, like, in, in terms of how, uh, how the case played out, they were pretty good about just presenting it and, like, letting you assume your own kind of judgments on it, I guess. But my advice is don't get suspected of murder in a foreign country. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? That's... Oh, man. Having to deal with all that foreign policy. To put it in Italian, it's a really bad. <laughs> it's a really bad, really bad thing. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, um, the film I picked is also an international documentary about trolls that exist people. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's a mockumentary. Um, it's now it's Troll not Hunter. internet it's trolls, right? Film. No, no, unfortunately. It's called Troll Hunter, which if it was Internet Trolls, that would be a pretty interesting film as well. Like, what did you write on this message board? I'm showing up here at your house. 
I have oh, the printout. Man. Exactly like Jay and Silent Bob at the end. Yep, where they go to each of the kids' you houses. Wrote. Be like, are you Dick Slinger 8425? Did you say this? And then they like, kick his ass. So, anyway, it's a 2010 film from... Nor- it's a Norwegian film. Um, so it's international, subtitled. Um, it's a fantasy film, of course, Trolls. It's cool. It's, it's shot in a found footage type deal. Um, I love it. The CGI, you know, you can put up with it. It's not crazy bad. They don't show too many, like, trolls, like, dead on. So, that you know, that's the better way of doing it these days. So you don't get that weak CGI. Because unless you're one of the huge studios, you're not going to have that access. And this is a film of only, like, $3.5 million budget. So that's pretty low budget for this kind of film. I uh, went into it thinking it was going to be a joke. It turned out to be, like... One of my favorite weird films, um, not like my favorite film of all time, but like just one of those weird films that you know, you're just like I could always watch that. That's it's that's a catch, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I I saw that a little while ago as well, and uh, I I agree with what you said about the CGI. How it's not, it's bearable. It's not like outrageous and or cheesy. It doesn't come off as corny. Yeah, and the storylines actually it. it it adds to that as well. It's a really good storyline. Um, there's a Heisenberg-like character. He really reminds me of Walter White. <laughs> I, I can see that. I can definitely um, see that. He looks like him. And uh, he's really badass. Um, he's literally the troll master. <laughs> like, he's not afraid of any of them. And ends up getting in some pretty shitty situations in this film. Um, and you were definitely things- right about it being a sleeper film. Oh, without a doubt, right? Like, a lot of people have never even heard of it. And even if you did, you could look at this and go, ha, yeah, like, I'm going to watch that. You know, it looks like a typical B-movie. But it, trust me, it's not a typical B-movie. It's it's definitely something special. They did a really good job on that. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the film. I'm going to watch it again soon. <laughs> I might watch it right after this episode. There you go. All right. Are we uh, moving on to our hollow Halloween segment? It's spooky. <laughs> Throwing a little a little sound effect for insert uh, sound effect here. <laughs> for our Halloween segment on this episode, we're going to be doing sort of the same style of what we did on, if you heard what we did on Pleasant Valley, New York, and how grisly events led to the changing of a town's name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This time it's... Horror themes, you know, stories that are actually true. It's crazy to think they're actually true, especially when they hit home. Right, and you can never know. You could be living in a place that changed its name to something very pleasant because you never, and like, the history behind it's so messed up that they're like, "Hey, we're just gonna, we're just gonna change that." Forget Early that. Early media happened. hasn't been so kind to this town. <laughs> so this time we're going to Wineville, California. Today it's called Mira Loma, California, and. Oh, okay. That means view of the hills in Spanish. Oh, very nice. And it's uh, just outside of L.A. 
it's a, an agricultural type of community. The reason it was called Wineville was because of the grapes uh, that were grown there. They were used a lot for wine. I was going to ask. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of obvious, though. But, yeah. Right? I like that name, Wineville. Yeah, right? Especially if you're producing. Now, in, uh, ni- in the early 1900s, uh, in the 1920s, actually, they ended up going through a series of murders where these boys turned up dead, uh, five of them in total. And the person they ended up catching for it was named Gordon Northcott. He was a a Canadian man that had come down uh, for farm work and stuff. He had relatives in the area. But he ended up murdering five young boys and even decapitating one of them. Uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, these uh, brutal gr- fuck, man. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty grisly. And the they ended up catching him, and the ensuing court battle became such a uh, hi- highlight to the town itself that they couldn't really escape the uh, reputation of these like terrible events because there, yeah. this guy had cut off kids' heads. He had picked up young children done all kinds of gross things that I'm going to spare you guys the details of. Now, they decided to rename themselves Mira Loma, California from Wineville, and that trial was essentially the cause for that name change. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could imagine why. That's a serial killer level event, and I wouldn't want to move there, especially if you have kids. <laughs> right? kind of brings down the property value. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, that, that could ruin a community, man. People move away, jobs, things close, I don't know. And I'll tell you, this time it was a lot easier to find information on it, so I feel kind of bad for Mira Loma, because Wineville Chicken Coop Mysteries Wiki is filled out completely with the events, as opposed to, like, the Pleasant Valley one, which I had to do a lot more digging to find out information on it yeah yeah you really won't find it yeah you might as well go back to wineville i like that better <laughs> yeah definitely i like wineville better than miraloma has a has especially, a nice ring to it especially uh, if you're in the valley of the grapes right i didn't and i didn't realize i guess that uh in southern california they grow grapes as well i thought that was more of a northern california thing oh yeah yeah California wine in general is really good. I love it. But that Napa Valley is like, woof. See, I'm not I'm not a big wine drinker, and I live in Northern California, so it's kind of wasted on me. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You could be taking the tours, getting bottles for like fucking half what I pay probably. Oh man, there's like a whole bunch of wine tasting places all around where I'm at here, but I it's like water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. It's like just give me a bar. Give me like a bar that has good microbrews or like some kind of good beer. Yeah, well I like wine with like food. Like that's how I drink wine. Like if I'm having dinner with people I'll have wine, like but you know, like I'm always sipping on a good brew. Right. It's always good to have a little bit of cheese and cracker with your wine or something. <laughs> exactly. Palate, man. It's all about that palate. Now, let's uh, let's get on to our final segment here. We're going to be bringing back our Wiki Unusual articles segment. 
Yes. Now, Always like the topics that get brought up here. <laughs> yeah, super weird things. If you're new to this, uh, we essentially run a small like lottery kind of thing where we scroll through the wiki unusual articles and the way we've been playing around with how this is going to work right now, what we have up for grabs is a $10 Amazon gift card um, from us to you. If you guess the article that we put out now, the best way to win this is to make sure that you pick one of these articles and post it on our Instagram and tag one of your friends on our latest Instagram post. If you do that, You'll be entered in to win these uh, the next time we do the Wiki Unusual. And hopefully you'll win that $10 Amazon gift card. Yep. If we pick that article, you'll get it. $10 richer on Amazon. Hell yeah. Just like that. For listening to American Slacker Podcast. Now, hopefully we're going to have stickers and shirts coming out soon. That's something we have in the works. Um, for some of our loyal fans that are commenting and sharing and like, per- and participating on our social media, we'll definitely try and get stuff out to you. Uh, Alex Schlichting, our guest, we're going to send you a nice little package as well. Yes, sir. Without a doubt. Anybody that has nice things to say, you're going to get something eventually. Come on. Definitely. Maybe we'll even have a sticker like uh, giveaway on Instagram. Yeah. So make yeah, sure you follow us. good. American Slacker Podcast on Instagram. All right. So, want me to uh, roll the dice here and find out what our next uh, Wiki Unusual is? Yeah, let me know when you're ready to roll it. Give me the word. I'm good to go. We're going to go. 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 And no. (laughs) I mean, stop, by the way. Stop. Okay. We landed on exploding head syndrome. Oh. Whew. I'm not Sounds familiar with this. quite interesting. All right, let me uh, do a little bit of digging. Okay, well, so just so you guys know, I'm uh, working on a project coming up, so you can be on the lookout for it. I'm not exactly sure of the title. It might be Take a Walk With Me or something like that, but I'm going to do walkthroughs of like cool abandoned structures, take some photography, highlight maybe graffiti. I'm also working on a documentary um, about graffiti, which um, Jesse is probably going to end up helping out with. We'll release under American Slacker. But uh, I want you guys to be on the lookout for it and maybe check it out if you have a free moment. All right. So now we got to get into exploding head syndrome. This is... uh, Now, how would one's head explode? It, this is more of an auditory explosion. It sounds like a, uh, it's loud imagined noises, kind of like an auditory hallucination um, that some people may experience when they are in a like half sleep, you know? So okay. it's, it sounds like a bomb exploding or a gunshot or a cymbal crash uh, and people experience these explosive feelings when falling asleep or waking up. So it's not when you're in deep REM sleep. It's going to be like when you're kind of drifting off or like when you're waking up in the morning, you might like hear something, you know, that might've happened to me one time, but it turned out to be lightning or thunder. (laughs) I was like, I was waiting for something. I was like, huh? No, I I don't have exploding uh, head syndrome. It was actually a cause. Yeah. You do not have it, sir. Nope. I'm pretty fortunate for that, I guess. If you have exploding head syndrome, 
Let us know what's up. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're really, we, we apologize. We didn't cause it. Like, it's not yeah. our fault. We had but, nothing to do with it. But we feel very sorry for you. And if you have it, let us know. It sounds unfortunate. Let us know what's up. How, yeah. how is it? Uh, do you yeah. wake up with loud cymbals in your ears as if a band is coming through your room? Yeah. Is it a new sound every day? Is it the same sound over and over again? Because they list a lot here. They say an explosion, loud bang, gunshot, thunderclap, loud metallic noise, firecrackers, and noise as if head will burst open. That sounds uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, they're like, yeah, no, it's random every time. It's like somebody's in my head with like a, an effects board. Yeah. Just a gunshot this day, clapping this day. Hoorah the next yeah. day. <laughs> that's That's unfortunate. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, no, I just wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> if you have exploding head syndrome, we we apo- I am so sorry. We apologize. We apologize on the behalf of Mother Nature for giving you that. <laughs> that is that is terrible. Well, that was wiki unusual, and that was terrible. <laughs> I just feel bad for people now. We need good more good burrito stories. To cheer people up or something. Yeah, man, go get yourself a burrito. It's it's heartwarming. You deserve it after listening yeah. to Exploding Head Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Go get a burrito that's going to make your head explode. How about that? Oh, that's a like that's a top a, notch. That's a good one. That's a good head explosion that you want. Yes, yes. Maybe a little little extra hot sauce on there. Make it real, real sizzling. A little pico de gallo. A little pico de gallo. Pico you gotta gallo. have the pico. You gotta have the pico. You oh, didn't yeah. put no pico on my burrito. Pico, sour cream, some of the guac, ro- some of that raw hot oh. sauce. See, I, I gotta fight you on the guac. Don't fuck with me with saying you don't put guac on a burrito. All right, guys, God. we're gonna fight about guacamole, and we're gonna end the episode there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We're gonna have some words about guacamole. We're gonna not include you guys on this because it's gonna get uh, heated in here. Yeah, I'd say uh, that's it. So uh, there you go. Guac. What do you mean you don't put guac on us? What? Guac, uh, handing out uh, handing out avocados in California it's like they're golden spare change. Goop on your burrito. Oh yeah, yeah. sometimes, but it's not something I'm going out of my way for.